Welcome to 40 Days of Prayer and Fasting. This is our noontime uh, prayer and fasting, and uh, we just welcome you to it. Uh, right before we get going, we just, Lord, we just thank you for this day. Thank you for giving us uh, the ability to worship you. Lord, thank you for letting us partner with you in advancing your kingdom in the world and in the universe. Lord, we just thank you for allowing us to be a part of what you're doing. We ask for your blessings and your leading on today. Day, and we praise you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, so we want to welcome you here. One of the things that I want to talk about is why are we meeting here? Why are we praying like this? We're in, we're in, entering into a season of 40 days in prayer and fasting. Uh, different people have different types of fast that they're doing. Uh, but one of the things when you fast is obviously if you're not, if you're fasting food, you don't take in the physical calories and you don't have the strength from the food uh, that you normally would. And one of the things that I would, you know, bring up is where Jesus fasted. We'll probably talk more about this later, but I want to give you a story about this. Jesus said that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So one of the reasons why we pray during our time that we would normally eat, like this noon time, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, during this time, we want to come together and we want to pray. So every weekday, from Monday through Friday, uh, throughout this 40 days of prayer and fasting, we're going to meet. And during that period of time, we're basically going to say, Lord, strengthen us. Give us strength. But we're also taking this time to consecrate ourselves, to separate ourselves from the things of worldliness and move into the things of godliness. And this prayer helps us to focus on those things. And so one of the things that we want to do is not only to separate ourselves and consecrate ourselves, but we want to be strengthened by the word. Another time the disciples were sitting there and uh, Jesus started talking about having food and they knew he hadn't eaten. And he said this, he said, I have food that you don't know about. And he was talking about a spiritual food and a supernatural food. So one of the things to start off this 40 days of prayer and fasting, I want you to understand that even though logically and physically you might not be putting in calories for strength, there, there is a supernatural strength that's available to us. And all, it, all we have to do to grab a hold of it is simply fellowship with God, fellowship with his son, fellowship with his word, allow the Holy Spirit to empower us. Okay. So our food comes from the word of God. There's a food that we put in our mouth, but there's a food that's stronger. And that is this word. This word will sustain us. It's stronger than even the food we put in our mouth. Over in Timothy, it says this, uh, it talks about some bodily things. It says bodily exercise is profitable, but it's not as profitable as spiritual exercise. Or, or putting on spiritual things in our lives. In other words, there's a rank structure here that's going on. One, uh, one is food and like bodily exercise. The other one is spiritual food and spiritual exercise. That always is going to be in priority. And when we learn to tap into that supernatural strength, all of a sudden, we've learned to tap into something that supersedes the physical world. It supersedes that food and that strength. Now, I want to give you an example of this. Last year, most of you know, and uh, some of the ones that are watching know, that I did some extensive fasting. Uh, throughout the year, uh, I had two 40-day fasts that I did last year. Uh, just saying that because I know before I started doing that, the reason why I tell people that is before I started doing that, I was kind of scared of it. Like, can I do a 40-day fast? Like, will I live? You know, will I survive? You know, anybody with me? And uh, will I survive that? And so I did the first one. The Lord led me into it. And that's the, one of the biggest keys. Is the Lord leading you to fast and pray? Well, Jesus said that when you fast. So he's absolutely leading every believer to fast and pray without doubt. But you want to do the right uh, fasting. You want to do what he asked you to do because we, ev we live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So we want to allow the Lord to lead us. But during that period of time, last year I had over, it was 400, it was over 420 meals total that I 
fasted. It was a total of about, if you divide that three meals a day, it was over 140 days of fasting that I did uh, from September 2016 to September 2017. Well, uh, besides losing a lot of weight, one of the things that happened was my hunger and intensity and fire for God rose. Uh, in Isaiah 58, we'll get into this in later days, is it shows all the benefits of fasting. It breaks the chains off of us, right? It breaks where the world has us and, and that physical uh, body tries to control us. Fasting helps break that, put the flesh down, and actually step into the things of God. Move. It helps us. It, it doesn't necessarily draw God closer to us. It gives us the empowerment, the ability to draw closer to God. Does that make sense? But during that period of time, there was a couple of times where I had a situation, particularly in the 40-day fast, where, man, I was hurting. I was just hurting. One day, I remember I had been somewhere, and uh, I was fasting. Everybody around me was eating. And I don't know if the mental game went to work or what, but by the time I left that meeting and I got home, I was fit to be tied. I mean, I was hurting. My body was physically hurting. And I don't know if it was all mental or physical or whatever, but it was near the end of a 40-day, and I was so weak. And I, and I just thought, oh my goodness, and I was just hurting, craving food, right? I think a lot of it was mental, but the fact was I was feeling it physically, right? And so I called our leadership team and I said, y'all got to pray for me. I said, I'm, I'm hurting today. I need some people to agree with me. Pray, and listen to this, for supernatural strength. I need physical strength to come to me supernaturally. I need it today. And so during that period of time, I felt a little bit better right after that. I could feel, physically feel those prayers working. And then the next morning I woke up, I felt like a totally different person. It was like I wasn't even fasting. I mean, it was amazing. Supernatural strength, beyond comprehension had come and entered this body and I felt like a brand new person. I had strength, right? So uh, it was so amazing that I went to the Lord and started talking to him about it. And I said, Lord, I, I said, you know, praise God, you know, this is awesome. I, I've never experienced it quite this strong like this before. And he says, you, you understand that this supernatural strength is available to you all the time, not just while you're fasting. And it opened up my eyes to see, look, and this is my next question that I thought, man, how much of God's strength have I been missing? Well, how much more is out there that I'm not grabbing a hold of, right? And so I realized I need to pray for supernatural strength more often, particularly when we're going about a time like this where we're, where we're putting down the food, we're putting down the things of the world. And guess what happens? Your flesh starts hungering for those things. And, and one of the, you, know, you want to figure out how much flesh you got left to put down? Just start fasting. It comes up real quick. Your, your body will let you know uh, your flesh is like a little child. It'll just scream and throw temper tantrums and, and all that. But all of a sudden, what do we need in that moment? We realize one of the great things about fasting and, and praying during that time is that we realize that there's a power that's stronger than the voice of our flesh. So then when we're walking through life and we need to say no to a temptation, we can pull on that same power and say no to the flesh. This is one of the ways that we step into godliness, that we step into the supernatural power of God and become the ambassadors, the Christ-like people that can do the things that is normal to God. Right. It's one of the ways that we step into it. So, well, that that instance occurred a couple other times in that same fast. I felt the same way. I called, asked for prayer. I started feeling better immediately. Wake up the next morning, feel like a million bucks. Right. And I was like, wow, this is this is a reality. You know, this is really something. And I had experienced that on a smaller level before. But this really was such a difference. I was at my, you know, my wits end. 
end with the fasting, with the strength that I didn't have, so much there was such a change when we prayed for supernatural strength, it really stuck out to me. So then I went into a second fast. And uh, the second 40-day fast in that year experienced the same thing. You know, we even having that revelation, you would think that I would wake up each morning and go, Lord, give me supernatural strength. Did I do that? No, I'd, I'd forget about it. Why? And a lot of times when we take our substance and we take our provision in the flesh, we, we stop engaging the things of the supernatural. You know, we need to watch that in many areas. There's a lot of times we can have money in the bank account, but God says, don't do that yet. Don't spend it yet. You know, we, you've heard testimony about the chairs that we have here at Boomerang. Somebody said, I'll buy you chairs. And God said, no, we had provision, but he wanted to do something supernatural. It's so important to seek the Lord first. Well, sometimes when we're eating our food, God's actually wanting us to draw more on him supernaturally than he is on that. And we need to learn how to draw on him. When we need help, we may have aspirin in hand, but sometimes we need to say, no, I'm not doing that. Just a few weeks ago, uh, I don't know, maybe a few days ago, I had a headache. It was going on. I started to go to the cabinet and get some aspirin. The Holy Spirit check me. I, I can have aspirin in hand, but I want, I don't want that to be my source. I want him to be my source. And we need to learn how to draw on him in every moment and let him be the source. Him get the glory, not that aspirin. We need to let him be our source. Well, in this prayer and fasting, it's just like that as well. So in that second 40-day fast, I experienced it again. Did I pray for supernatural strength every day? No, I forgot about it. I didn't think about it because, you know, eating my normal food had become my norm instead of pulling and drawing on him. We, sometimes it's not that we don't have the stuff that we need. It's that we have not formed the habits to utilize it. I had not formed the habits to ask him for supernatural strength. So today we're starting 40 days of fasting. I can tell you, you know, will I do it every single day? Well, I want to. I'm, I could forget. I'm not claiming that. But I want to go to the place where I form the habit to draw on God's supernatural strength every single minute of my life. So this morning I wake up. We're entering into this 40 days of prayer and fasting. Man, I'm getting up. I'm like, Lord, I, give me supernatural strength. In Jesus' name, right? So a lot of times during fasting, uh, in that length, an extended fast, what I've found is I'm sitting there going, you know, I really, you know, if I'm being honest about how I feel, right, I don't feel like doing a whole lot, right? I don't feel like checking off the list and figuring out everything I need to figure out. I don't feel like doing that. And my activity would go to a minimum. When I'm praying and fasting anyway, one of the things that I want to do is I want to take all the time that I can and give it to the Lord and his word, right? But then I'll, there's stuff that still needs to be done around the church, around the house. And so I didn't feel like grabbing a hold of those lists historically while I was fasting and getting a lot of stuff done. You know, I don't feel like doing that feeling. Okay. So here I was one day again, I said, I'm not feeling that great. Uh, this time I didn't call my leadership team. I just applied the truth about supernatural strength that I had learned. And, and I said, Lord, I need your supernatural strength right now. I know it's available. I have faith and by faith I'm reaching out. I'm grabbing a hold of it. And I believe that I have received that supernatural strength. Right. And that day I felt like doing nothing. It was like, give me, you know, some preaching on the TV and a couch. That's what I felt like because it was it was a good ways into that fast, you know. And, and I just I was I had zero energy, you know, and that all of a sudden I started feeling better. The next morning I woke up and I was like a busy little bee. I was like, oh, I got to get this done. Where's my to-do list? You know, I had so much energy. I started knocking stuff off the list. I was just doing all kinds of stuff. And that went on for like three days. Just supernatural strength. I hadn't eaten anything. Just supernatural strength. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. 
Jesus said, I have food you, you don't, you're not aware of. In other words, there's a supernatural food. And so when we're going into this period of time in prayer and fasting, I want you to remember at the time specifically where you would normally be putting food in your mouth, right? At that time, feed on something else. Feed on the word. Feed on the supernatural strength of God. Let his strength be a reality to you. Believe, believe that he can bring that supernatural strength. Amen. So I uh, give you a couple of um, to give you a couple of uh, just parameters of what we're doing, what we're doing during this prayer and fasting. And then I'm going to get into Thanksgiving just shortly. And then we're going to pray out some Thanksgiving. Um, the Lord's given us, given me some direction during this period of time, some prayer points that I will be getting to you. Okay. Today starts with Thanksgiving. But what's the purpose of this fast? Well, number one, we want to dedicate ourselves to the Lord. Right. We want to also dedicate 2018 to the Lord. Lord, this is your year. We want to dedicate this body, Boomerang Church, to the Lord. Right. We want to in every one of these aspects, we want to grow closer to him and see the will of God done. Also, at the end of this fast, the very last week, we're going to have a kickstart 2018 conference. Right. This is basically going to be a revival here. We want the will of God to just explode in that conference and kick this year off the way that it should be kicked off. Amen. So we're praying over those things. Now, how are we going about the prayer and fasting? Well, we want to we want to pray and fast. And the two things that God basically given us for fasting is he's asking everybody that's a part of boomerang or a partner with boomerang that that doesn't live here and or somebody that might just want to say i'm supposed to link up with them this is the two things that he's asked us to do change your eating enough so that you lose weight Fast something so that your weight, you lose some weight on. In other words, I'm giving up enough to lose some pounds. Most of us can uh, stand to do that anyway. Amen. <laughs> right? I know I can because I've been eating too much over December. And uh, But then also change what you're eating in your brain. In other words, what's going in. So we say we challenged and encouraged most people fast TV and movies uh, scrolling on Facebook. Right. Fast some of that media. Give that up during this period of time. You'll be amazed at how clean you feel simply from giving up all of the worldly input. Right. So during this 40 days, it'll start today, January 2nd. It ends on February 11th, Sunday, February 11th. That'll be the first day that people will eat if they're following the same schedule we're on. OK. Uh, any questions on that out of you guys are sitting here? All good. All right. So now let's go over and let's go. Uh, let me give you kind of the outline for this uh, 40 days that the Lord's given me. In week one, we're going to talk about thanksgiving and praise and consecration. And this is subject to change. This may we may flow with this. We're going to talk about con consecration, thanksgiving and praise today. Thanksgiving week two, hunger and thirst. Week three, God's normal. What is normal to God? Week four will be his part. Week five will be our part. And week six will be worship. Okay. Now, what we're doing during the noonday prayer is we're examining those. We're coming together on the scripture so that we can agree in prayer and then we're praying those things out. So we invite you uh, here. If you are in, in town close to Albemarle, come to Boomerang and pray with us. If you're watching, anyone's welcome. You don't have to be a member here. If you're watching, get online each weekday at noon and join with us. Agree with us in prayer over these things. And let's agree that the will of God will be done. All right. So let's turn to uh, Psalms 100. And verse 4. Psalms 100, talking about thanksgiving. 
I want to show you a couple of things, really simple, but the, the word says this, enter his gates, enter the gates of God with thanksgiving and give courts or in his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, bless his name, for the Lord is good, his loving kindness is everlasting, and his faithfulness to all generations. Amen. So he says, enter his gates with thanksgiving. Now, if you can just imagine the temple of God, in where God is, is the holy of holies, right? And then you have the holy place, right? And then you have the common area. And so you enter into the common area of God where everybody is with thanksgiving. That's the first gate that you would pass through. The, the second place you would enter in with praise is into the holy place. And then the, the last place you end up with worship. You'll notice during our, uh, you'll end up worshiping God where God is, right? That's why you'll notice, why are we, where are we starting at? We're starting at Thanksgiving. We're going to talk about praise. Because in this process, you also consecrate yourself to come to the place where you are in the presence of God. So we're starting this 40 days off with Thanksgiving, okay? And then let's look at this. When we pray in Philippians chapter 4, or excuse me, let's go to uh, 1 Thessalonians 5 first. 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 16. And while you're getting there, I just want to say thank you all so much for being here and agreeing together in prayer. That's awesome. So happy to have you. Uh, come back any days that you can. It's going to be good. And it is important to be here if you can. If you can, it, praise God we got uh, live streaming and video. Uh, 2 Thessalonians or 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16. These are commands now. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Verse 18. In everything give thanks. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Verse 19. Do not quench the spirit. And we'll stop right there. But I want you to see, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks. This is God's will for you. To do these things, this is God's will for you. Don't quench the spirit. This is a great standard, a great standard of where to start. And how to always stay in the place of God. To stay in the will of God. Right? Rejoice. Pray. Give thanks always in everything. This is the common thing. And don't quench the spirit. We do those things. We're going to be doing pretty good. And one of the things that I, I'm just going to briefly mention this talking about rejoicing. Okay. Rejoicing means to put on joy again. Okay. A lot of people say, well, I don't, you know, did he or did he not just command us to put on joy? Rejoice, right? And we talked about this last time we were in prayer. What does rejoicing look like? Rejoicing is, is kind of like this. When you go to a football game and, and they score and everybody jumps up and cheers, what are they doing? They're rejoicing. Now I want you to see something though too. Here's also rejoicing. You go to the football game or go to whatever game it is you like. And your team comes out of the tunnel, right? They're coming out onto the field, getting ready to play. What does the crowd do? Yeah! Right? They're, what are they doing? They're rejoicing. Have they won the game yet? No. What are they in joy over? They're in joy over the potential of their team to possibly win that day. They're cheering them on. They're, they're rejoicing over the fact that today can be a win for our team. Let me tell you something. We've got a team that we're on that never loses. You've got a God who never fails. And we can put joy on on purpose. Lord, I know who you are. I know you'll never fail. I'm going to rejoice in you. 
See, when we do that, we put ourselves in a position of faith. Rejoicing places us in a position of faith because what we're doing is we're saying there is joy to be found in my loving father. There is joy to be found in the triumph that he's leading me to. There is joy to be found in his promises and hope that I can have. And all I need to do is recognize who he is, what he wants to do and put on some joy again. It's funny that we can do it at a ball game, but a lot of times we have a hard time doing it in church. Well, in our prayer time, corporately or individually at our house, we need to put some joy on again. We need to re-joy, right? Re-joy. I, I, you've heard me say this multiple times, but you'll watch me on Sunday morning. Standing over there, we start getting into worship. I start bouncing a lot of times. What, what am I doing? I'm re-joying. I'm putting on joy. It doesn't matter if I come in and everybody's ready to go. They're ready to hear the word and ready. Or if I come in and they're like, you know, a cow staring at a new gate. It doesn't matter. I'm going to rejoice because that's what he tells me to do. That's what he tells me to do. That's what he tells every believer to do. And how can we do that and not be a hypocrite? Well, life really beat me up this week and I don't feel like rejoicing. Does that change the character and nature of God? No. And what you need in that moment is to put on the joy that's based in the character and nature of the Father. We need to put on that. We need to rejoice. Pray without ceasing, right? In everything, give thanks. You mean give thanks constantly, even when everything's going bad? Well, let me read it again here. In everything, give thanks. Now, are we thanking God for the trouble? No, we're thanking him that he's saving us from the trouble. He is the savior. That's his character. That's his nature. That's what he's done. We're not thanking him that the trouble's here. We're thanking him that even in the midst of trouble, he's going to save us. And I can rejoice ahead of time and I can give thanks ahead of time. This is what's missing in a lot of prayers that Christians pray because they're just, they're hoping in a luck sort of way that God will answer their prayer instead of going into prayer knowing that God will answer their prayer. See, when you get in thanksgiving, it moves you from the place of luck into the place of knowing. That's why Thanksgiving is mentioned when it talks about praying successfully. Thanksgiving is always a part of that. Let's go over to, uh, so let me read this one more time. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the spirit. Now let's go over uh, to Philippians chapter 4. Here again, you see another example of praying. And what are we doing here? We're praying. This is a part of our praying and fasting. We're eating supernatural food. We're eating supernatural food. I, this is interesting. This is a little side note, but I just, I feel it right now. And I don't know if it's for somebody watching or somebody that's here, but I woke up this morning and you know, today starts 40 days of prayer and fasting. Well, what does that mean for my body? My body, my flesh is like, eh. but I'm telling you, because of past experience and what I've learned about prayer and fasting, I woke up and I went, praise God, praise God, I'm entering into fasting again. I'm entering, I would have never thought I'd say that. Never, never would I thought that that would be how I would actually think. But I'm excited because I know what it's going to do for me. I know what it's going to do for you. I know what it's going to do for the church. And I'm like fasting, my old friend. I'm excited to see you again. I've been waiting to get back to the place where the Lord will let me go back into fasting. Because he made me stop at the end of the year. He said, I don't want you to do anymore. I've done enough. He said, I want you to eat. <laughs> And, and then I was like, but I want to. There's times where you actually can get to the place where you eat that supernatural food and it becomes better than the food you put in your mouth. 
And that's, that's a great thing because you know, you're supposed to, while you're here on the earth, you need, you need both in most circumstances. You need both. But there's times when that food God's given me every time is better than that food I'm putting in my mouth. And when I see that and when I understand that, all of a sudden things change. And I just, I wanted to encourage you because there's ways and there's places where you can get to where you wake up and go, praise God, I'm fasting again. Even though my flesh is probably not going to like parts of it the real me the spirit man he likes it amen so what are we doing we are entering into this place where we're praying and God gives us that formula for prayer to grow up into this to get to the place where we're really enjoying the supernatural power that God has given us we're enjoying the closeness with the father that fasting puts us in we're we're enjoying walking out God's normal why are we here we're here to pray to get close to God to give ourselves as a living sacrifice to him to see God's normal come to pass in our lives, in the lives of the people at the church, and the lives of the people that the church will touch, and even people that we will touch on Facebook and social media and stuff like that. We're being the light. That's what it's about. And if we do that, we want to do it the right way. So we looked at those things. Rejoice, right? Give, you know, give thanks in everything. You're right. Pray without ceasing. Don't quench the spirit. Let's look at another place where it talks about it. Let's do it right. Philippians 4, verse 4. It's so funny. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Put on joy. Does it say rejoice when you feel like it? Or does it say rejoice always? Always. But I don't feel like joy. There's been a bunch of stuff happening and I don't like it. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it says rejoice. See, when a believer learns how to respond this way with rejoicing and praising and prayer and thanksgiving, everything changes because he starts lining up in God's will and he engages the supernatural power of God in their life. Rejoice. In the Lord always, again I will say, rejoice. Again I will say, rejoice. This is like, this is, when he says, again I will say, rejoice, it's like what he said the first time, rejoice in the Lord always, with like five exclamation points after it. That's what that, that's basically what that's saying. When he repeats himself like that, he's like super uh, showing you this is important. You know, this is very important. Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. Isn't it funny when we go to pray and when we feel beat up a lot of times, what we really feel like, the reason why we feel like is because we're really wondering, does God see me? Does he hear me? Is he near? But you've got God's promise right here. Rejoice. The Lord is near you. See, if we will believe that, more than we believe our feelings, it'll change our expectation in prayer. It'll change that. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. Does, if you actually know that you know that God's near, doesn't that bring a peace to you? That's how our gentle spirit can be known. Be anxious for nothing don't worry about anything, anything, but in everything by prayer. See how this is lining up with first Thessalonians as well. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And I love verse 8, but I'm not going to get into that. I want you just to see, every time it goes into prayer, it talks about thanksgiving. In other words, I'm praying, I'm asking the Lord to move, 
but I'm thanking him in advance before I even see it, not because I've seen the promise manifest yet, but because I've seen the character and the nature of God, knowing that hope will not disappoint. It will not make ashamed. Isn't that good? So I'm thanking God. So today, let's enter his gates with thanksgiving. And what do we have to thank him for? Well, are you alive? That's everybody who can nod your head or say yes or even think yes. You're alive. Amen. Glory to God. That's something to give thanks for. Are you sitting inside and not out in the cold today? Yes, that's something to give thanks for. Is it going to be a good year for you? Yes. That's something to give thanks for. Is it going to be a year of healing for you? Yes. Is it going to be a year of miracles for you? Yes. Is it going to be a year of abundance for you? Yes. Is it going to be a year where you lead people to Jesus? Yes. Is it a year where you get to partner with the creator of the universe to advance his kingdom? Yes. Is it a year where God is going to be working for you on your behalf? Yes. Is it a year where you are loved by God? Yes. Is it a period of time now where you are going to move into more of what God calls normal? Yes. Is he going to solve situations in your family? Yes. Is he going to bring about the feeling of his spirit? Yes. Is he going to give you supernatural power? Yes. Is, is it a year where you can walk as an inheritor of the things of God and not as an orphan? Yes. Paul says this over in Ephesians. He says, I pray that God will supernaturally. He, he, the context is, I pray that God will supernaturally open up your eyes so that you can see what your inheritance in Christ is. See, when we start opening ourselves up to rejoicing and thanksgiving, we start to see that there's always stuff to give thanks for. I praise God for things all the time. Thankfulness is a key to walking in the fullness of fellowship with God. Is it a year where he will wipe out debt in your life? Yes. Is it a year where he will overflow your salaries and bring you new provisions? Yes. Is it a year and a time where you are not destined to hell, but you're destined to be in the family of God, seated with him in heavenly places? If there was nothing else, if all the stuff I said before that, it wasn't true, but just that was true. We have plenty to be thankful for. So let's be thankful. Let's go about this prayer today and let's be thankful. And this is how it'll work. So I'm just going to start praying. If you feel, you know, super like the Lord is really putting on something on your heart to be thankful for today, you just let me know. You need to talk in the mic so anybody that's watching can hear that prayer and they can agree with what we're praying. Amen. I may call on you if the Holy Spirit tells me to, uh, but I'm not going to do that unless he tells me to. Amen. But if you've got something, just raise your hand and when it's time, I'll acknowledge you. So, Father, right now, we just agree. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the gift of your son. Thank you, Jesus, for choosing to come to earth. Thank you, Holy Spirit. For empowering us to walk this out. Lord, thank you for a time that we can walk in prayer and fasting. Lord, thank you. We just rejoice in you. Thank you, Father. Thanks. Let our thanks, Lord. Let it rise up to heaven and let it be so pleasing to you as we recognize who you are and what you want to do in our lives and in the lives of people around us. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. The word also says this. It says, when you pray in the spirit, you do give thanks well. 
So allow the Holy Spirit to pray through you. And this is one of the best ways to enter into the thankfulness that you need. Pray in the Holy Ghost. So Lord, we just thank you. Thank you, Lord, for giving us a way to even thank you perfectly by praying in the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for giving us a way to even, even when we don't know how to give thanks, we can simply pray in the Holy Ghost and thank you perfectly that we give you thanks for that. Thank you for the life of Christ. Thank you for what this year will be in our lives and in Boomerang, Lord. We consecrate and we give you this year. Thank you in advance for the things that are about to manifest in Boomerang, the things that are about to manifest in the lives of each member and partner, Lord. Thank you in advance for what you're doing in this place. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Thank you for the outburst of favor, for the overflow explosions of your abundance, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you, Father, for the more than 1,000 commitments to Christ that Boomerang will have this year. More than 1,000, Lord. Lord, we thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you that every year, Lord, our souls that we win to the Lord, they double every year, Lord. We praise you for it. Thank you, Father. 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 Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in this place. Thank you, Father. Thank you for what you're doing in these lives. Lord, thank you that solutions come to individuals. Solutions in their family. Solutions in their work. Solutions in their body, Lord. You're saving them in every way. You're saving them in their health. You're saving them in their finances. You're saving them in their minds. You're saving them in the spirit. Thank you, Lord, for new life, eternal life in God. Thank you for supernatural life. Thank you, Lord, for your normal that will happen in this place this year. Thank you, Lord, for your normal that will happen in Boomerang this year. Thank Thank you, Lord, for the outflow and the explosion of your will that happens in Kickstart 18. Thank you, Lord, that during that time of reviving, that people's lives will be completely shifted and turned from going into the world. And now they'll go into you, Lord. They'll go after you with everything that they have. Thank you, Lord, for hunger and humility that will rise up in people. We thank you, Lord. These are not things that we're you know just seeing if luck will let them fall our way, Lord. These are things that we know your character is bringing. Thank you, Father. We're thanking you in advance. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. We thank you. Lord, purposefully, intentionally, we enter into your gates 
today with thanksgiving. We rejoice and we thank you. Lord, I just see right now, I see us walking through the gates with a spring in our step, leaping and shouting and praising God. I just see us walking through the gates with thanksgiving on our hearts and rejoicing on our lips. Thank you, Father. I see a people entering into that place knowing that they are moving into the presence of God. Glory Glory to God. I just encourage you here and also anybody that may be watching. Right now, allow the Holy Spirit to draw up your thanksgiving in your mouth, to put thanksgiving on your lips. Allow the Holy Spirit to pray through you and bring thanksgiving for this year, for this time of prayer and fasting, to bring thanksgiving into your heart and into your mind. Allow the Holy Spirit to bring it in for this conference, this kickstart 2018 that we're going to have. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You know, there's a verse in um, uh, in the New Testament, and I believe might be uh, towards the back of the New Testament. I need to go and find it, but I've I've looked at it multiple times. But it actually says that your thanksgiving for your food is what turns it holy, right? Thanksgiving is what changes that. Our heart, thank you, Father, for this, is what turns that into a blessing. That's why when we pray over our food and we bless it, it's not just saying, Lord, this food is blessed. It's saying, Lord, I thank you that I have this. And it's the thanksgiving that actually does that supernatural work. And that's amazing. Thanksgiving is such a powerhouse. That we need to get on our lips. Not just, not just think about, but we need to say it out of our mouth. Lord, I thank you. If we could get Thanksgiving coming out of our mouth on a regular basis, I'm convinced lives change at that. Remember the word says this in the Old Testament and the New. It says, I believed and therefore I spoke. I just want to, as we're going into this 40 days of prayer and fasting, I want to encourage you. Praying is not thinking it. Praying is speaking it with your mouth. And so we've got to make sure that if we're going to line up with the word, that if we pray without ceasing, it's not thinking without ceasing. It's actually speaking the words out. And why is that? Because you are created in the image of God. You are created in his image. And what did he do when he was creating things? He spoke. He believed and therefore he spoke. And it happens the same way in our in our life. We believe and therefore we speak. And so we don't just think, Lord, I thank you in my head. We actually speak it out. It's important for us to get that in our lips and become the speaking spirit that we were created in the likeness of, of him in Jesus name. So, Lord, we thank you. Just say this with me. Just say, Father, out of your mouth. Father, I thank you. Thank you for this year. It's going to be a blessed and mighty year. You're going to show us how to do things better. You're going to increase us. And out of that abundance, we will do every good work. Right now, we thank you. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. 
Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for being the Savior. Thank you for saving us in all things. Thank you for saving that is your character and your nature. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being our comforter and our helper, our teacher. Thank you for being the empowerment, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for empowering us to be your witnesses. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be builders of your kingdom. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to partner with you. Thank you, Father. Yeah, glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Jehoshimeka, Bansabu Ibitinamasa, Danamasa Tarabasa Dato, Chitibosubotodo. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Before we wrap up, does anybody have anything that they feel like they need to share? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Father, we just thank you. Thank you, Father, that we have the ability and the empowerment just to be here and to come together today. Thank you, Lord, that you've given us that ability to come together and to thank you. We thank you for the ability to thank you. We thank you for all things. We rejoice. We put it on purposed and intentional. We rejoice. We pray without ceasing. Lord, I just ask right now, may supernatural strength come to this body. And anyone that's partnering with us in this prayer, this 40 days of prayer and fasting, Lord, let supernatural strength come on them in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for your goodness and your mercy in everything. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you all for being here. Thank you, anybody who was able to join us. Uh, you're always welcome. In any service, the Lord says, look, I want you to provide a way to sow into the kingdom. You're welcome to. Y'all are welcome to sow. Uh, we'll get baskets out each day. You're welcome to. You're welcome online. There's a button you can go, or a link that goes to give and partner with what we're doing with if you'd like to do that. And if you do, may it be blessed, pressed down, shaken together, and may abundance come into your life this year. In Jesus' name, we just praise you. Thank you for helping us advance the kingdom in every way. Thank you for praying with us. Thank you for joining with us. We love you. Have a great, great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.